Gridiron Grinder, Hut Hut Hike. All right, here we go. It's Friday night, Gridiron Grinder time. I'm Ryan, with me as always, and my buddy James. Just a couple dudes hanging out, talking about what's going on in the NFL each week. Uh, this is episode 104, and uh, quite a bit to cover tonight, James, having taken a week off last week, but uh, all is well. And um, yeah, so for tonight, we're going to kick things off with Name That Stadium like we always do. Then we're going to cover the news from this past two weeks-ish since the last show. Uh, and then afterwards, we are going to do a first-round redraft of existing players in the NFL, uh, basically kind of following off of an article on NFL.com that uh, Chad Reuter, however you say his name, put out a couple weeks ago. I just thought it was interesting and uh, it'd be fun to go after. Uh, and then lastly, we'll close things off with Name That Stadium. And so uh, with <laughs> Name That Stadium, question of the week. I'm a little rusty. I miss a week and here we go. I'm tripping over myself already. Uh, so with all that being said, how's it going tonight, James? It's going good. How's it going with you? I, you know, I, I, I guess I'm maybe heat stroked out from being at Disney for a week. You know, it was 95 and humid every day. I guess I got some lingering effects. I don't know what else to say. So, yeah. Uh, but no, good overall. And, uh, yeah, hopefully you can help kind of carry us with some of the news. I got a lot of the highlights, um, but not a lot of the like in-depth detail. Uh, but with it being two weeks, you know, we don't have to go all crazy with it or anything. So, um, yeah. So before we jump into the news, let's do Name That Stadium. Uh, and so for anybody who's watching, this is a part of the show where, as you can see, James is out there traveling the country. Uh, every week he's got a different stadium in his background. And if it's in the regular season, that's typically the stadium for a team playing a home game in that week uh, in the off season like this. Uh, there's usually some kind of motivation for it, which you got to wait for him to reveal. Uh, but basically we're just asking if you think, you know, what stadium that is, hit us up in our comments section. First person to get the correct answer, uh, gets a shout out next week's show. And so, uh, James, why don't you tell us where were you at last week, man? Last or week I was last show, last show <laughs> I was in, I was in Carolina, you know, it was right on the heels of the Baker trade. So that's what I decided to go with. Yeah, I would say that that's a, a pretty good reason to pick Carolina. And, geez, it feels like it was forever ago already. Yeah, it was. Okay, well, I know where you're at tonight. Let's see if we get any takers for Name That Stadium. But let's move it over, and let's do our recap of the past week-ish. Uh, and uh, so, James, I'm just going to kind of skim through some stuff. And if any of these you feel like... Uh, diving in and going a little bit deeper, uh, by all means, just jump in where, where you feel it. And so uh, I want to start off with Eddie Goldman. Uh, in the last show, we had just talked about him signing a one-year deal with the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, looks like he's had a change of heart. He announced that he's retiring from the NFL. Uh, so that's a bummer for the Falcons. But, hey, you know, the guy's had a good career. Uh, good for him. Hopefully everything's, you know, on the up and up for him. Uh, next up, I got David Moore. He is a, a wide receiver for the Chicago Bears. Uh, looks like he was arrested in Texas on drug and weapons charges. Uh, obviously not good for him. Also not good for the team. Um, you know, I'm not really sure how much they were expecting him to contribute on that offense. 
but it is one of the weaker wide receiver rooms in the NFL, and so I'm sure it hurts them in some kind of a way. Uh, the next one I got is uh, Sandra Douglas Morgan. She was hired by the Raiders to be their team president, and that is noteworthy because uh, not only are we seeing more and more women get into these executive positions, uh, but she is the first black female president in the NFL. And so uh, congrats to her. That's a nice promotion. Uh, and I'm just going to keep going here, James. Just going to keep going. Next one I got is Justin Houston, re-signed with Baltimore. And I'm just going to say, James, I like what they've done with their defense in this offseason. I think they had a down year on that side of the ball, uh, and I think they're going to bounce back nicely this year. Uh, next up, we've got an update on franchise tags. There were four guys that did not reach a long-term deal by the deadline, uh, which I think was July 15th. Um, and so you got Mike Gusecki, tight end for the Miami Dolphins. Uh, you got Dalton Schultz, tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, you got Jesse Bates, the safety for the Cincinnati Bengals. And Orlando Brown, uh, the tackle for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, you know, the tight end thing, I don't know. I like Gusecki. I think he's uh, still got more that he can do in his development. But he's shown me enough that I, I really like him as a receiving tight end. Uh, and he's big and strong. He can do more than just that. Dalton Schultz, he's always impressed me. I think he's been a, an overperformer from what people thought he could do coming out of college, uh, which is always nice to see. It's a good story. Um, you know, and so I don't know, you know, can you give him a long-term deal? I think maybe maybe they're worried that he's capped out. I'm not sure. Uh, Jesse Bates. I don't know. I would have given that guy a deal, man. I like him a lot. And then Orlando Brown, with the Chiefs just trading for him a year ago, uh, you would think that they would have figured something out there. And I believe for Brown, they, they actually had a six-year deal that they offered him that was supposed to be one of like the top offensive linemen, uh, at least for a period of years or something. But he ended up shooting it down. And so he's betting on himself is what it sounds like. Yeah, well, not only did he he shoot it down, like his team wasn't wasn't impressed with the offer, but apparently he's not going to sign the franchise the franchise tag deal, and he's threatening to sit out. Oh, geez. Well, yeah. So it's not even. It's really. <laughs> that's that's like not even betting on himself. That's just like playing hardball all the way. Like, what is his what is his end game? Oh, I'm just going to sit out a year and then get a contract. But but he can't because if he if he doesn't sign the franchise tag, he's he's stuck with that franchise tag value until he plays. Okay, yeah, no, I don't I don't know what he's doing then. But if he didn't like the deal they gave him, you know I don't know. It's maybe it's I'm not going to risk getting hurt until I have to play, you know. And yeah. so it's he's just making a threat until. I don't know, till it comes down to crunch time. Yeah, apparently, apparently Andy Reid kind of chimed in on it and said, "Well, we'll just move on to the next." Yeah, I mean, hey, he's a he's a longtime head coach. He's dealt with stuff like this before, so it's yeah, it's kind of like next man up. Hopefully, we'll figure it out. 
Um, all right, so keeping it going here, James. I saw the Pittsburgh Steelers had a change in the uh, name of their stadium. No longer Heinz Field, and now it's Acrisure Stadium. I yeah. don't know what the heck Acrisure does, but joy to the world, man. It's all about money, right? Yeah, I well, well the, the Heinz... Um sponsorship expired after last year anyways there and there's still there's on the scoreboard they're still leaving the hinds up on okay it. it's just the field it's it's like it is accurate and i think there's some sort of ai company gotcha i you know the name like rings a little bit of a bell but i've, I've not looked into it at all yeah i i, I looked at looked it up it's uh Uh, I mean, they got to be pretty sizable if they're slapping their name on an NFL stadium. I don't think they're. Yeah, they say they're the best of human and artificial intelligence on their website. Okay, good for them. Like, I honestly don't think they've been around that long. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like, all right, it's a stadium. I get it. I just always get ruffled by these things because it's like, okay, when are they going to be like some of these soccer teams that just have like advertisements like right on the chest and, you know, and then when you're watching the game where you see the advertisement like superimposed onto the field and it's like, you know, let's just, let's just chill out here. You know, Uh, I get it. The stadiums that's already being done. And now you're just switching one name to another, you know, who wants to pay more or, you know, one doesn't want to pay anymore. So you got to find a new one, whatever. I get it. Uh, okay. So looks like you're looking at something. Do you want me to pause here? Or do you want me to go on? Oh, no, I was just looking at, okay. So it's a FinTech leader with intelligence driven financial service solutions for insurance, reinsurance, real estate services, cyber services, and and asset and wealth management. Okay, that sounds pretty diverse. Holy shit! Yeah, they got some scope. Three point eight billion, apparently, is their revenue. Three point eight billion. Okay, yeah, that's solid, solid size. You know. Yeah. Um, all right, so yeah, keeping it going here. Next up, you know, James. It seems like every week now we're talking about people passing away. Uh, Gary Moeller former Lions coach and also, um, you know, part of University of Michigan, uh, passed away at 81. Um, you know, that's, I, I don't know all the details of why he passed away. 81 is obviously a pretty good ripe old age. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's a lot better than talking about these young guys passing away. And in one of the last shows, we talked about Marion Barber, uh, and I can't recall if the details came out when we did our Andy Dalton no, they show. Cause, cause it was, it was, it was basically that day. Like, right. I think, didn't he die? Like right before we, that's kind of what I was thinking. I, you know, I was a little foggy <laughs> on the timing, but yeah. So it, it, it came yeah. out that he ended up, he died a heat stroke. And so yeah. I don't know what he was up to and how all that came to be, but man, that that's a real bummer for that guy, man. He was so, young. So apparently Mary Barber liked to work out, in like a sauna type environment. Okay. Therm- like hot thermostat- yoga. Yeah. His thermostat at his house was set to like 80 degrees with the heat on. 
when the when they found him and they found him and the sink was like he was by the sink and the sink was overflowing with water okay. so he just he just overdid it had too much heat whatever and man that sucks i liked him mm-hmm. hard runner um okay the next thing i got here is uh, new team helmets James. Before you go, before you go, go to that, um, Charles Johnson uh, was the one I had mentioned I was looking for. Uh, oh, he former, passed away. Yeah, he passed away uh, a couple days ago. Uh, they haven't haven't um, announced the cause of death, but it was confirmed on Wednesday at at the age of fifty. Okay, and you know what? Uh, there was another one too, Rashard Anderson the former uh, first-round pick from the Carolina Panthers. He was... Um, I forgot that one. Yeah, he was 45. I don't have the details of what was the cause of death. Um, man, I want to say he was a, a defensive back. I, I can't... I'm not 100% sure, but there was a lot, a lot of news over these last two weeks. Um, yeah, so, I, you know, we, we had a handful, and... Hey, hopefully we just covered them all and we're clear for a while, but uh, let's let's get on to something more positive and let's talk about team helmets, James. Okay. So a few weeks ago, we talked about the New Orleans Saints. They came out with that black design helmet, whatever, black logo, or black helmet with a logo, whatever, however you want to say it. Uh, and it was all about the league adjusting the rules for the helmets and it kind of opened them up to have new designs and this and that yada 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 and we knew that when the saints did it it was going to be opening the floodgate for other teams and so in recent weeks i have seen houston cincinnati the new york jets uh the carolina panthers and the philadelphia eagles i want to i want to say i saw something for the dallas cowboys too but i'd have to double check on that one I mean, it is like, you know, everybody is jumping on that hype train, man. No, Dallas Cowboys went to a retro helmet. It was, it was the okay. white helmet, the white, old white helmet with, uh, with the st- blue star on it. Ah, uh, gotcha. Okay. Well, that's, well, I don't know, a little better, maybe, you know, because it was there before. So, mm-hmm. uh, okay. So the next piece I got here was uh, wide receiver in Keel Harry. Uh, former first-round pick for the New England Patriots. He was traded to the Chicago Bears for a seventh-round pick. Um, Chicago needs receiver help. Yeah, and, but you know, Nikhil Harry does nothing for them. Yeah, I, you know, that's that's kind of where I was getting. I mean, the guy's had, like, one good game to date in his career. Maybe a uh, good half. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah, a good half at best. Uh, Darnell Mooney, he's got his work cut out for him. And, uh, yeah, poor Justin Fields. Hopefully he can squeeze something out of these guys. I don't know, man. They're they're setting him up to fail, though. Uh, and now we have a slew of player retirements, James. We've got Mitchell Schwartz, offensive lineman for the Chiefs and previously the Browns, nine years in the league. He retired. Jason McCourty, uh, he's bounced around a couple of teams, but he was in the league for 13 seasons. Defensive back, won a couple Super Bowls with the Patriots. He's retired. Uh, Richie Incognito, offensive lineman, recently with the Raiders. Uh, He retired previously, and I believe unretired to come and play for the Raiders with Gruden. Uh, But, you know, he was a controversial guy. 
He always had some kind of garbage spilling out of his mouth, but he was a damn good offensive lineman. I'll give him that. Uh, and those were the three I caught, man. There might have been more that snuck in there, but those were the guys I got. Yeah, I was just looking at the the alternate alternate helmets that have been announced. Okay. Um, I got I got down that rabbit hole a little bit because like I happened to have NFL.com up and like it was like right there, like you know like with the Eagles. I think a couple of them look pretty fucking sweet. Oh, nice. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to like, look into them now because I know we were. We were kind of dogging that New Orleans one when it came out. Yeah, like the the Houston Texans, um, it's like they're calling it Battle Red. Oh, yeah, I heard them. Yeah, the Battle Red. I, uh, I, I remember vaguely seeing that one, but yeah, okay. And then, yeah, I think the Jets, they went with another, like a version of the Saints, like a black helmet. Yeah, uh, and then the, the, the Bengals, I think, looks, looks the best. Is that it's, the one that's the white one? Yeah, like like a white tiger or a white bangle. With, okay. So it's white with the black stripes. I think that looks sweet. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> That's cool, man. I don't know. Team's switching it up, you know? They got to stay fresh. Uh, okay, so I got two last pieces here, James. Uh, the first one is Kyle Rudolph. I saw he signed a deal with Tampa Bay. Uh, maybe helps a little bit kind of backfill for Gronk retiring, uh, albeit... Rudolph is past his prime, so let's not get our hopes up. Uh, but it sounds like Gronk oh, oh, is... Oh. You, got, you got it wrong. Gronk said he's not retired. What? He, he, Gronk said he's not retired, but he won't come, will not come back if Brady calls him. What? I, I saw something that he said he is not unretiring. I, I... Okay, so... you That makes more sense, but I swear... He said he's not retired. Okay, so he's he's playing with people is what you're telling me. Yeah. I mean, you know I want to see some Gronk come back, man. I know that he has not been a big fan of doing off-season workouts. And so maybe that's part of it is he's just trying to wait to the last minute to keep his body from taking a toll. I see you reading. Yeah, he said... Okay, you're right. He did. He did say he's retired for good. Okay. All right. Well, that's about. I I read he's not retired, but he said his his retirement is final. That and now he's focused on on business ventures and family. I'm done with football. Okay. Well, you know, Brett Favre said that a number of times too, and he came back. So anything. Brett Favre also said, uh, "I'm not retiring. Uh, I'm retiring. I'm not retiring." That's what I'm saying. You know, Favre could do it. Come on, Gronk. You can come back again, too. Uh, all right, so, James, I saved probably the biggest piece here for last, which is Kyler Murray. Uh, despite all the off-season drama, scrubbing social media, BS with the team, uh, all is well that ends well. He signed a five-year extension worth $230.5 million. Good for him. Good for the Cardinals. He's locked in. Bing, bang, boom. Move. Let's move on with life. Yes, pretty much. Yeah, the end. Okay, uh, that's a lot. We covered it pretty fast. What did I miss, man? I was gone, um, hanging out with Mickey Mouse. You probably picked up a couple things I missed. If not, we can we can get to the meat and potatoes. There was there was something. Oh, have you seen the Rams Super Bowl ring? 
I just saw it right before we started the show. It's a lot of diamonds on the top, man. It's a lot of diamonds. So the fucking top, like, kind of unscrews a little bit. Okay. And it's a replica of SoFi Stadium, as it was for the Super Bowl, made with pieces of the turf from the game. Whoa, that's different. And the top of the ring has pieces of the final football used in the game in it or a football used in the game in it. Oh, that's pretty cool. I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't see any of that, man. That's nice. But I mean, it's, it's a fucking lot of diamonds. It's blinging dude. I mean, it, you know, these Super Bowl rings are just freaking massive now. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta be a pro athlete and have the monster hand to be sporting one of those rings, dude. I mean, for me, it'd be like, yeah, eh. It'd be my whole hand. Pretty much. I'd like it, but it would be my whole hand. <laughs> my favorite one is, I think it was the Patriots from when they came back against Atlanta. Okay. They put 283 diamonds in the ring to signify the 28 to 3. Oh, jeez. Wow. Yeah, that would have been, yeah, pretty. I mean, and just like, like how they pulled that <laughs> off, it still blows my mind. I mean, it just, yeah, uh, but we don't need to go there. I could be talking about that all night. Yeah, but I mean, that, that, that that's like my favorite. Yeah, they put concept, some symbolism but, in there, man. Yeah. Yeah, symbolism into the um, ring. Yeah, it's good when they have stories like that, you know, it's cool. Uh, okay, anything else, homie? I think that was it. All right. Well, let's jump to the main event for tonight. So, James, uh, we're following up on that Chad Reuter, Reuter, however you say his name. I should watch NFL Network a little bit more. I'd remember how to say it. But uh, anyhow, he put out an article a couple weeks ago basically saying, hey, if you had one year to try and win the Super Bowl, and you did a redraft of all the existing players in the league, uh, who would you take? And so he basically took this past year's draft order with the Jags at one, Lions two, so on and so forth, uh, and he reversed some of the trades to put the teams at their original draft slot, and he did a seven-round redraft, and he did it in snaking order, kind of like fantasy football usually does. Um, and, uh, you know, as you would expect the top of the board was a ton of run, I mean, a ton of quarterbacks, uh, and then Aaron Donald got in there at 10 and it kind of went from there. Uh, you know, he's got like a rhyme and a reason for a lot of his picks and, you know, it was, a, it was a nice kind of fun off season sort of fluff game, little piece, however you want to call it. I liked it. I thought it was cool. I thought it would be fun for us to take a look at his picks, maybe critique it a little bit, uh, and then see if we could come to a consensus, James, on who you and I would have picked at these various spots. Because, you know, you and I, we talk a lot about you got to get your quarterback, you got to protect your quarterback, and you got to disrupt the other team's quarterback. And so with that being kind of your foundation, that's going to dictate a little bit who you would go after in a redraft. And then, 
really from there, it's, it's almost, you know, what's your strategy? If you're not going to get a quarterback right off the top, well, maybe you want to be running focused and get a guy like Derrick Henry or Jonathan Taylor, or, or maybe you want to go all defense and you want to be a strong defense. There's some strategy, but, um, to help facilitate it, this is also just good luck on our part. Madden 23 player ratings just got fully released today. So I organized all that in a file for you and I to look at. And, you know, we can kind of kick that around a little bit and say, okay, you know, would you rather have a quarterback with X rating or maybe go after one of the elite edge rushers like Miles Garrett or whoever? And, you know, at what point do you draw that line and go after somebody else? And then you know that in future rounds, you got to adjust. Does that make sense? Yep. Well, sweet. Okay. Well, yeah. So let's, um, let's take a look here. I'm just going to start off with the, um, the first pick, Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Chad picked quarterback Aaron Rodgers. And so he's basically saying, hey, Rodgers, for a one-year run, if you got to win the Super Bowl this year, he'd rather have him than any other quarterback in the league. What are your thoughts on that, James? Well, I, my, first, my first thought on it is, is Jacksonville, so he's in the AFC, so he doesn't have to go through San Francisco, so he actually has a shot at winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> okay. Um, All right. That's, that's good to point out. Yep. I think I think that's a solid pick. Um could I could I sway you to have that pick be changed to yeah. Josh Allen? To Josh Allen, I mean, I mean, hell, like you could sway me to have that pick change to Stafford, who just won the Super Bowl. All right, well, so let's let's do this. We got, I'll just say Chad's pick since I keep botching his last name, and that, then I got Gridiron Grinders pick, James. So you know. I, I'm a huge fan of Josh Allen right now. The way he played in the playoffs, you know, the way he has honed in his accuracy. We know he's got a cannon of an arm. He's also big and mobile. Uh, you know, I think, you know, if I'm making a one-year run, he's my guy. But I know you could go after a lot of these guys, Brady, Mahomes, you know, you name it. You know, what do you think? I could go with Allen. I could go with Burrow. I, I'm trying to figure out in my head which one of those two. Between Allen and Burrow. Yeah, I would pick All right. over Rogers. Like, like Burrow. How about you give me Allen at one? Yeah, I. I would I, I would give you Allen at one just because Allen has more consistently been been accurate and been playing at a higher level than a uh, high level than Burrow has. Burrow's and more only mobile. Done it for a couple years. Yeah, exactly. All right, so you know, in in just looking at the Madden ratings for a second, Rogers has got a 96 grade. Josh Allen has a 92 grade. If you go non-quarterback, you got the 99 club, which is Aaron Donald, Devontae Adams, Miles Garrett, Trent Williams. And so, you know, basically we're saying 
we want to find our franchise quarterback first. And we're willing to take a guy rated 92 over a guy rated 99. You good with that? Yeah, I am. Especially especially this early with your pick of any quarterback. I mean, you're you're going to get who you who you view as the absolute best quarterback in the league on your team. Yep. As long and as long as you know you protect him and you can get get somebody somebody later on. Yeah, I agree with that. Cool, and I'm I'm good with that. I mean, I figured you and I'd be on the same page, but I thought it'd be good to clarify for everybody here. Okay, so I've got um, Josh Allen off the board, and we're going to pick number two, which is the Detroit Lions. Uh, this one I thought was fun. Chad put in Tom Brady. Hey, you know, University of Michigan. He's coming back to this area, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, Brady's the GOAT. You know, how could you let him fall past this? You know, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm putting some of my own words in here now. But, um, you know, I like Brady. He is the GOAT. Uh, but if you have your pick of any quarterback and you've got one year and one year only, you know, you mentioned Burrow earlier. I don't know, man. I, I know Brady's the GOAT. I'm just worried at any point now that arm's going to fall off the cliff. I would probably, like, when I did this on my own, I actually was a little bit maybe more aggressive. I was going to go Justin Herbert, but I like the, the Joe Burrow thought too. You, Joe Burrow here, what are you thinking? First of all, under no circumstances for 2022 only would I at any team, at any pick number in the first round, pick Tom Brady. Holy cow. Not at any pick in the first round? Not at any pick in the first round. Even with Madden giving him a 97 rating, the highest of any I quarterback. I don't give a shit. Okay. Here's Are, my prediction for Brady this year. You think this He's is He's going to play six games. Oh, wow. Why, why six? He's going to get injured. He's going to be so shitty that they're going to ha- they're going to replace him with whoever the hell his backup it is. Okay, Kyle Trask or whoever. Yeah, because Father Time's going to catch up to him. He's been too distracted. He's he's you know he's doing all this other stuff. I'm retiring. Oh, I'm going to unretire um, because of this or that. I I just want to play football. You know, he's not – his focus isn't there 100%, and he should have stayed retired because he's he's going to fall off the cliff this year. Okay. So, yes, I am good with Burrow there. <laughs> oh, man, so intense here, James. All right, so um, Burrow, you know, Madden's got him at a 90, pretty solid. He's the uh, – one, two, three, four, the number five quarterback on Madden. So we're still saying we're going quarterback over guys like Aaron Donald. Uh, I'm good with that because, you know, we talked about it earlier. Quarterback, protect the quarterback, then get to the quarterback. So I'm good. Uh, at three, we got the Houston Texans, James. And Chad put Patrick Mahomes in at three. What are your thoughts on that pick? I don't like it. Who would you pick instead? For one year only? Yeah. Uh, 
Texans. Hmm, that's, that's. I mean, I I like Mahomes. He's got I a do... 95 rating. I think the problem um, with Mahomes is he seems people the league has it feels like the league has caught up to him. Okay. It really feels like the league has caught up to him. Um, I think he needs he needs talent around him to make up for the league catching up to him. Gotcha. So he needs he needs like a running game and he needs he needs some receivers and you know the Texans. We're, we're assuming we're replacing these positions, like because obviously seven only seven rounds. You're you're gonna yeah. have to fill out the rest of your roster. Yeah, we're we're basically saying you're starting from scratch. You know, you can pick anybody you want. Who's it gonna be? You'll fill in the rest later. And it's and it's tricky because you mentioned that, and it's like going into an NFL draft. You got to try to look at the whole thing and say, mm-hmm. where what's my strategy? Who am I trying to get? When do I think these guys are going to go? Where am I going to get my most value? But for this, it's I only have one year to make make it and win the Super Bowl. And so, you know, I don't know. I mean, if it's not Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers here at Cliff, <clears throat> no, no, no. Do you think you go Aaron Donald here? No, you're staying quarterback. Staying quarterback, and I'd go with Herbert. Okay. In the, um, in the AFC West, like, I, I just look at it this way. I think if I were to rank the quarterbacks, so far we're about where my rankings would be going into this year. Yeah, with your top guys. So yeah. you got Allen, Burrow, Herbert, they're your top three. Yeah. And I, I can't I, Like I said, I can't decide between Allen and Burrow. Burrow for one season because he's been more consistent. But I'm sorry, Allen for one, one season because he's been more consistent. But Burrow, yeah. I think, projects better out. Um, I think Herbert and in the AFC West, don't get me wrong. You can't go wrong with Patrick Mahomes. He does look like the league is caught up to him. I think in the in the AFC West, Patrick Mahomes is the number two or number three quarterback in his own division. I got you. Yeah. Well, I tell you. Behind um, Herbert and possibly Russell Wilson. Okay. Like I have I have them close them close. So I would go I since Herbert I have Herbert in his division ahead of Mahomes. I would pick Herbert before Mahomes. Okay. Yeah, and I think here for me to be honest, I'd be comfortable going in a lot of different directions. Mm-hmm. I think at this spot. You're, you're like, pick your poison. I'd be fine with Rodgers. I'd be fine with Aaron Donald. I'd be fine with Mahomes. Uh, but I did mention a little while ago, I've been high on Herbert. I probably would have had him at two. Uh, so I'm happy placing Herbert here at three uh, in our redraft. Uh, so that brings us to four. And uh, this is where Chad's got Josh Allen placed, which means we got to come up with one of our picks. And so, um, well, I, I would, I would like to point out the ironic note that he puts. Oh yeah. yeah there please, yeah, about, yeah. about them getting, them going back getting and getting it Josh right. Allen hit here. <laughs> they picked Sam Darnold over Allen in 2018. And so they finally, in his, his mock draft, they finally fixed that error. Um, let me, let me say this real quick, James. Because I, I remember back when that was going down, Darnold had those couple great games 
and like everybody was so high on him like oh he's going to be a shooting star this and that and then the counter argument with Josh Allen was he's raw his accuracy sucks and he's coming from like a nobody school and I remember tough talent yeah I remember being worried about Josh Allen thinking my big thing on him was the accuracy I was like okay it's great he's mobile but eventually that runs out in the NFL because everybody's so fast and they'll get you. Uh, I was worried the accuracy was never going to come around. And so I would have probably favored Darnold at the time too, because mm-hmm. Darnold was actually, you know, but, but, but Hey, Speaking we're here of quarterbacks, now. We forgot about that in the news. What's that? Cause I was just going, we're talking about the 2018 draft. Uh, what's his face? Rosen signed with his 252nd oh. team. Well, did we freak, did we really forget about James? No. Oh man, so Josh Rosen. I was yeah. at, at at this point I was going to make fun of myself because going into the 2018 draft, if I were ranking the quarterbacks, I had it Darnold, Rosen, Allen. Okay. And shows how how right I was and how how yeah. everyone's way off on on Allen. So you can't fault you can't fault the Jets for not drafting him, especially didn't wasn't that number one overall? Yeah, and I mean, I, I actually, I was a big fan of Rosen. I thought mm-hmm. when you looked at how well he led his receivers, how, I mean, he had a tight spiral. He sounded like way freaking intelligent. Uh, but then, you know, as we got closer to the draft, all sorts of weird stuff came out about him. And it just, mm-hmm. so, you know, yeah. So look, looking looking at, the, at those, the Rosen-Darnold comparison... I thought Darnold was ready now. I thought Rosen long run projected better. Yeah, I think that that's what a lot of people thought. Yeah. So, I mean, everyone was off on, on that draft, so you can't really fault fault the Jets is okay. the whole point. I got gotcha. you. All right, well, yeah, so I guess, you know, here and now, Allen's off the board, you know, I, I was just telling you in the last pick, I, I kind of, you know, to me, would be comfortable with Rodgers. I'd be mm-hmm. comfortable going after Aaron Donald here. I'd be comfortable going after Mahomes. You know, where are you leading? Who would you like at this spot? Well. You got a defensive-minded head coach, you know, because we're not the, changing coaching. The, I, like, I, I like the irony of picking Rodgers here. So what's the what's the irony with the Jets? Brett Favre oh. left Green Bay Packers <laughs> to play for the oh, Jets. Oh, jeez, yeah, I, I didn't even think about that. Okay, all right. I so, just I just like that irony there. So I'll go with Rodgers. I right. have Rodgers as fourth, fifth area this year, and I would want him to go to the AFC, like I said, because he can't beat the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, that's his path. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. And that and it, I mean, hey, Rodgers is 97 overall. On Madden 23, you know, and it's Rodgers. Everybody knows he's one of the best, if not the best, quarterback to play the game. So I think I, you have you have to put the caveat there. He's the most talented quarterback there you to go. ever play the game. Yeah, also, he, that was speaking of quarterbacks, just just popping back in my head that we missed in the news. Apparently. Uh, what's his name? Roethlisberger basically came out and said that the Steelers wanted him to retire before 21 season. Oh, gotcha. 
Huh. Which I thought found was interesting. Yeah. So he, he got him to stick with him a little longer. Yeah, I guess Rooney kind of stepped in and overruled because Rooney wanted them back, so that's what happened. I got you. Okay. All right, well, so here, let's go back to Rodgers. So Chad getting him at one. You know, I will say this. My my concern when I originally read the article was Rodgers, for how great he's been, he's only got one Super Bowl win, you know? And it's it's like you talked about it. It, it just seems like he can't go the distance and so it's, um, you know, I get the appeal, but I, I like the idea of taking like a Josh Allen up and comer looks like he could be that deal and, um, you know, still have more to go, you know, so I don't know. But either way, we're at number five with the New York Giants and they got Joe Burrow here. We got him off the board. Um, you got an offensive minded head coach. You know, I think you could still stick on the quarterback path. You got uh, Brady out there, Mahomes out there, Prescott's out there, Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, you know, or, see, it's tough. The the struggle I have with this is at what point do you go Aaron Donald, James? Because you know I'm such a huge fan of Aaron Donald. Hmm. <laughs> or do you go a guy like Derrick Henry, 97 overall on that? No, you do not go running back. Well, let me let me say this. Way too early for a running back. If I, I plus think the if, Gi- plus the Giants would be gun shy to pick a running back because they well, they swung Saquon. and miss at at number yeah. six. They swung no, and miss no, no. with Saquon. Good point. But I do want to defend the running back pick at some point in the first round because I think there are a few guys, Derrick Henry being one of them, I think Nick Chubb being one of them, and I think you could maybe even make the argument for Jonathan Taylor that if you're not going to get your quarterback, they could at least be your workhorse to keep your offense moving. But I but I, I will say this. I would prefer... I would prefer to stick with our get the quarterback, protect the quarterback, get to the quarterback motto, and probably go Aaron Donald or Miles Garrett or maybe even some more of those edge guys before I would go running back. I'm just throwing out hypo- hypotheticals here, man. Yeah, and while you're doing that, I'm 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 debating because because like we're at my we're at my fifth fifth best quarterback in the league, and I'm debating which one I think. Is better is going to be better this season. Who are you between? Uh, Mahomes and Russell Wilson. Okay, so I like Mahomes. I think I like Mahomes here too. I like Russell Wilson a ton. I I guess I'm a little concerned because he's coming off of that thumb injury last mm-hmm. year, and so that gives me just a little bit of pause. Yeah. So let's let's go Mahomes here. Okay. And then that takes us to seven with the Carolina Panthers. They got Herbert here. Six. Oh, sorry, six. Thank you. They got Herbert here. We got him already taken. Uh, I'd be fine going Russell Wilson here if we're sticking to that theme. All right, let me knock these guys off while we look at the next one. 
Which, by the way, Russell Wilson, he's rated 87 in Madden this year, which, in my opinion, is low. They've got mm-hmm. him as the number nine quarterback. Uh, I only I only put guys in this table here, James, that were ranked in the top 125. He didn't even make that cut. Blows my mind, dude. Yeah, that's crazy. But it also goes to show the value of a franchise quarterback. <laughs> so even if people had him rated lower, he's going to be more in demand than a different position. So... Uh, okay, at eight we got the Chicago Bears. Seven. And, holy cow! I I got a I got something going on with my eyes here, James. All right, so yes, at seven we got uh, Chicago Bears. Uh, they're taking Russell Wilson here. He's off our board. Um, the, I mean, you know, the farther we get down, the more tempted I am, Aaron Donald. No, this is definitely where I would go with Aaron Donald um, at seven with the Chicago Bears. Chicago, Chicago Super Bowl was won basically on the defensive side. Every time Chicago has a good year, they have they have one of the top defenses in the league. They don't necessarily need a quarterback and that need the top tier quarterback. Plus, we're getting close to that Andy Dalton line that we we talked about. True. Yeah, there's only a couple guys left. Yeah. And. And we should also we should also point out that on this list of quarterbacks, Deshaun Watson is considered unavailable because of the fact that his playing availability for 2022 is up in the air. Sure, I did put him in our spreadsheet, but yeah, we can mentally block him out. Yeah. So so if if Watson's playing. Um, Availability wasn't up in the air. I think I could see Chicago going with a um, makeup pick, shall we speak? Okay. And picking, picking Deshaun Watson here because if I remember the draft that draft correctly, wasn't that the Mitchell Trubisky draft? Um, who who are you talking about them taking? I wasn't that the year they took Mitchell Trubisky, Aaron Donald. No, 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 no. no. Oh, Deshaun no, make, Watson. The makeup. The, yeah, oh. Deshaun Watson. <laughs> Sorry, I lost Desha- you there. Uh, yeah, it it sure. might have been. It was. Okay. It was, it was the the Bears had traded up with San Francisco to pick fucking Mitchell Trubisky in that draft. They traded the let's see, San Francisco got first third. Fourth. There was only one spot. They traded up one spot to pick Mitchell Trubisky. Okay. Traded up one spot to fucking pick Mitchell Trubisky. Could have. Could have. And who did the 49ers take? Oh, the 49ers took Solomon Thomas. Yep. He's been a contributor. He's been a contributor, but it's like you. First of all, you didn't have to trade up. Second of all, if you're going to trade up like that. You yeah. have, yeah. You have Deshaun Watson, who I knew. No, they fleeced him. To dude. They fleeced him. Fucking, fucking Deshaun Watson was, in my opinion, Deshaun Watson should have been the right. number one overall draft pick instead but, of Miles Garrett. But, but I do. But it's 
but I do want to say this, okay? Watson was another one of those guys coming out that had some accuracy concerns. And he, like, immediately changed that. Like, Josh Allen, it took a year. His first year, he sucked. And I thought, oh, yeah, it's never going to happen. Deshaun Watson, he came out and right off the bat had upped his accuracy. And it was, what do you mean Deshaun Watson had accuracy concerns? His three-year average for passing percentage was 67 and a half in college. In college? In college. Oh, fuck. No. I must be thinking of somebody. Oh, maybe it, no. I'm sorry. 67.4. He, he, he didn't play much. He didn't pass much his, his uh, freshman or sophomore year, his freshman year in okay. 2014. He only, he only had uh, 137 attempts. I remember in there was some knock on him. In 2015, he, was, he had 333 completions on 491 yards. Uh, All right. So what was, what was his knock going into the draft? Because Trubisky was not, you know. He was ranked as the top quarterback available in the draft by Sports Illustrated, Pro Football Focus, and ESPN. He he was ranked as the second best quarterback, according to uh, NFLDraftScout.com. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So, yeah. So you would give him to the Bears, but we're saying he's not available. So they're taking Aaron Donald. Now that takes us to eight. We got the Atlanta Falcons, who in this exercise, Chad's got him taking Lamar Jackson. I do want to pause and point out that we only have one guy from Madden's top ten list taken off the board, which is Aaron Donald. Uh, You know, quarterback-wise, you still got Brady. You got Dak Prescott. You got Lamar Jackson. Matthew Stafford, Kyler Murray, you know, um, if you look at guys that are higher rated, you've got Devontae Adams, which is a wide receiver. Uh, you, you go get after the quarterback. You got Miles Garrett, protect your quarterback. You got Trent Williams, 99 rating. Um, you know, Zach Martin guard, that's close 98 rating. Um, it's, it's tricky here for me. I mean, honestly, if you think Brady can pull together one more year, I would think about Brady. Uh, other than that, I might go Miles Garrett would probably be my pick. If not him, maybe i go Trent Williams here. Thoughts? Or do you like Lamar that much that you just keep it in place? Because he has had his ups. I just, I don't know, I just, something about Lamar just doesn't sit right with me. All right, are we asking what I would do or what the Falcons would do? Uh, What would you want for the Falcons if they had one shot to make a Super Bowl run? What's going to give them the most bang for their buck? You got an offensive-minded head coach. Because the Falcons would go with Devontae Adams. Okay, but you know, I yeah, it's, would it's what them, would Gridiron Grinder want for them? I probably would. I probably would go with Trent Williams. I like that, and it sticks with our get your quarterback, protect your quarterback, get to the quarterback. We're taking a guy that's ninety nine rated, and we're putting him in here. I'm good with that. 
Um, okay, so I'm knocking him off the board. We now have Madden's number one rated guy and number four rated guy off the board. Uh, next up, we got Denver at number nine, and they're taking Dak Prescott here. Um, you know, I think we can go in a couple different directions here. Um, I'm, I'm, <laughs> if it's me picking, I go Miles Garrett, but I, I'd that's, be, that's what you're thinking. That's what I was thinking too. Like completely a hundred percent thinking Miles Garrett. You look at the Denver Broncos. Um, yeah, they won the Super Bowls all the way with Elway, but those defenses, from what I remember, those two years were pretty stout. Yeah. Um, the the most recent Super Bowl they won, they won it on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, Peyton Manning could barely crawl out on the field, and they won the Super Bowl. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, and, I, and, you're, and you're getting the number three ranked guy at yeah. number nine. That's, I would go with I would go with Garrett here. Okay, I like that. I like Miles Garrett a lot. I mean, he he wrecks some freaking offensive lines. Uh, okay, so at ten, these guys got Aaron Donald going to the Seahawks. We got Aaron Donald off the board. Um, if I'm looking at top prospects available. I'm not really seeing another edge guy until we get down to 17, which is TJ Watt. Um, and he's got a 96 rating, so it's nothing to knock him. He's he's badass. You've got Zach Martin, offensive guard, with a 98 rating, if you want to protect a quarterback. Or you still got Brady, 97, Dak Prescott, 89, Lamar Jackson, 87, if you want a quarterback. Pete Carroll's the coach. Um, you're not you're not digging Brady. I get that. I mean, if I'm kind of putting that out there, I I would probably go T.J. Watt here. So I've been thinking about this, and yeah, I'm not digging Brady, but even if he falls off the cliff. Pete Carroll is more of a run first style offense. True. So, yeah, you know, where do you put your premium? Probably on the edge rusher. Yeah. So you get. But also on the O-line, I would go with Zach Martin. Oh, because of the run first aspect. Yeah. Okay. You need the interior offensive lineman. No, I'm good with that. No, I, I think that was a good assessment. Um, yeah. Yeah, we don't want to sandbag the offensive lineman too hard. I mean, he's got freaking 98 rating, and guard is critical for your run game. I think that was a good way to analyze that, James. All right, so I'm knocking him off the board here. That takes us – which I'll tell you this, actually. This surprised me that Zach Martin got the 98 grade – over Quinton Nelson with a 95. And so, yeah, I mean, we got some bones to pick with the Madden ratings, but it's good to use somebody's ratings as we're going through and doing this exercise. All right, next up we got Washington at 11, and here we got Chad picking Kyler Murray. Um, (laughs) You got Ron Rivera. I, I can tell you got something to say here, James. 
Kyler Murray's not a top top tier quarterback. I, Jesus Christ. Next, <laughs> I mean, come on. It's you know dual threat. I I understand some of the appeal. He's looked awfully competitive. Um, I will say this: based on our board, you still got Brady, Prescott, Lamar Jackson. Matt Stafford and Deshaun Watson, who will cross off, but you've got all those guys above Kyler Murray on our board still. And then if you look at top prospects, you still have two, four, six of the top 10 highest rated guys available. And so, you know, it's quarterback, protect the quarterback, get to the quarterback, or at some point the value's too good to pass, and so you go outside of that. You know, Devontae Adams, 99, maybe is this a time where you finally go outside of those top three sort of priorities? So my analysis is analysis of them, of the Washington Commanders, Yes, is this. They tried really really fucking hard to trade for Matthew Stafford. I'm hearing they tried really fucking hard, and it was close to a done deal before this infamous meeting in Cabo. Okay. So you want to place him here? So I I don't think the commanders would pass up on him like that. I'm fine putting him here, James, because he's 85-rated, which is still in that franchise quarterback level, what I would consider. Um, He just won a Super Bowl. There's a lot of appeal to that. Um, I will say this. He's not inside the top 125 on Madden, but that's okay because it's a premium position. You will get that guy before you'll get other people. So I'm cool with that. Uh, And he's higher rated than Kyler Murray anyhow. (laughs) Uh, So that takes us to 12 with the Minnesota Vikings. Chad's got him taking Derek Carr. Um, You have a new offensive-minded head coach, if that factors into the equation at all. Um, You know, similar stuff going on with the board. You've got 199 left, which is Devontae Adams. You've got Brady. Prescott, Lamar Jackson, if you go quarterback. If you want to protect the quarterback, you got Tyron Smith, 95, David Bakhtiari, 94, Teron Armstead, 93. Solid options. Quentin Nelson? You could go Quentin Nelson at guard, 95. So, offensive minded guy, you're thinking, you know, whether you want to pass or run. You just want to make sure you're covered in the trenches. You'll find your passer in the next round. This is right around the area where I start wondering if the value for top guys like the Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, Jalen Ramsey is like, is the value here starting to get to the point where you have to go with them and the value for the quarterback isn't necessarily there? Well, um, 
So you're talking the difference of, at that point, Devontae Adams at 99 versus Quentin Nelson at 95. And so it's going to depend on what you think your team strategy is. If you're going to be running the ball a little bit more, maybe you go Quentin Nelson. Uh, I think Kevin O'Connell's going to want to air it out. I could see him taking Devontae Adams here. That's what I'm thinking, too, because he, he seems more of a of a pass-heavy. When he was, he was with the uh, – where did he come from? The Rams. Yep. They sent – they it felt like they were more pass-heavy, less run, more screens, more more passing. I, I – but that's but, – yeah, that's cool. It just it, – I, it's it's a struggle there. I think I think yeah. I'd I'd be fine with Adams here. I'd be fine going O line like a Bakhtiari or uh, yeah, Bakht- Bakhtiari or Adams. Like those would be the two choices I had here. Yeah, between them, I go Adams. So let's yeah. lock him in. All right, then we got. The Houston Texans at 13, and in this exercise, Chad picked Matt Stafford. Uh, Who's we've got at 13? Him. Houston Texans. Cleveland Browns? Oh, geez. I I went with the actual draft, not the uh, – thank you, Cleveland Browns. Thank you, James. That's why we tag team this shit. Uh, okay, so they took Matt Stafford in this exercise. You've got um, – Stefanski with he he likes running the ball a lot and using the run game to open up the passing game. Um, you know, we just talked about Quentin Nelson. I think that this is a very logical, yes, still highly rated good spot. It's a very logical spot to put him. Okay, we made a consensus there. I'm good there, knocking these guys off. What you doing? Checking your your dinner order? <laughs> uh, so at fourteen, we got the Baltimore Ravens, and Chad picked Devonte Adams for them. Um, you know, I, I, I this is just my opinion, man. I I think it's got to be T.J. Watt here. This is a defensive-minded team. He fits that top three quarterback, protect the quarterback, or get to the quarterback. 96 rated, very high on the board here. I go T.J. Watt unless you fight me on it. I'm not going to fight you on it. Again, we're looking at winning the Super Bowl in 2022, and the Ravens, their two Super Bowls are on the backs of their defense. Yep. Okay, I got Watt in there. All right, that takes us to 14, which, I'm sorry, 15, which is the Miami Dolphins. And, you know, hey, how, how did that work out? They got, Chad's got Tyreek Hill going to the Dolphins here. Um, I don't know, you got uh, Mike McDaniel comes from that Shanahan tree, which 
it's a lot building out from the offensive line, allowing the run game and opening up the passing game. Uh, yeah, I guess wide receiver, if it's that much better, best available. Uh, in this one, it would be Cooper Cup over Tyreek Hill if we were going off of the Madden ratings. Um, or if we wanted to go offensive line, we'd be going down to Tyron Smith at 95 overall. Still pretty solid. You know, he's, he's long in the tooth, but we're talking a one-year thing. Um, or we get to a point where the quarterbacks are back in play. Brady, Prescott, Mar, what are your thoughts here? I was just looking at it, and I'm surprised that... I was looking at the rankings, and I'm surprised at a, at a couple things on the rankings. That that TJ Watt, who we just took off the board recently, is ranked way ahead of both Bosa's. Yep, that's correct. Hey, we already locked him in, man. There ain't no going back. No, no, no. I know. I just, it just, it just occurred to me that as I was looking at it. So, would you have preferred to put Nick Bosa over T.J. Watt? Probably not. I think T.J. Watt probably fits Baltimore's scheme better. Exactly. I mean, it fits the scheme. I wouldn't, and and I say he, they have him ranked way ahead. It's. I would have them closer. I wouldn't. I wasn't saying that I necessarily would have put Bosa over him. I just, I just was looking at it. I was like, wow, that's a. That's. I got you. I probably would have had them ranked equal, maybe within a point, not not a couple points. Um, I struggle my, with this pick. My thoughts for the Dolphins. It it's gonna seem a little crazy, maybe, or coincidental, maybe. I would actually go Teron Arpstead. I think they got the offensive lineman that would have landed here if we did it this way. Yeah, I think and so. It's right. funny how McDaniel put Tyreek Hill because they got him too. Uh, but I think the offensive line is the priority. I'd go Teron Armstead. I like him better than Tyron Smith. I like him better than Bakhtiari. Okay. So one of the things I'm I'm. As, as we go back in into this article, and I'm going back into it, because I had read it like two weeks ago when, sure. when I when I sent it to you, and I'm going back into it. I'm noticing that he's kind of he's kind of doing a little bit of irony in here. Like, oh, this happens to be yeah. who they signed. Or this is this guy's similar to this. and He's having fun with it. Just like yeah. we are, he's just doing it with his flavor. That's all it is. Yeah, I just... I just it's, it's starting to become apparent, but... But yeah, I'm good with arms with arms said that. Okay. Armstead? Yeah. Armstead. Yeah, and so uh, that takes us to 16 with the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, he put in Miles Garrett, which to me is just like a travesty that Miles Garrett would be this far down. But um, either way, we had him go already. Uh, for the Colts, you got Frank Reich. Um, you know. I, I got to believe a guy like Frank Reich would love to fucking have Tom Brady. Uh, but, you know, we don't have to put him here. Uh, he does value that strong offensive line with the running game. 
in, you know, he's offensive minded, but he does value defense too. I think we can go in a lot of different directions. You've got Cooper Cup, your best available. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, Travis Kelsey. I think it's way too early for a tight end. Derrick Henry, George Kittle, Tyreek Hill. You know, McCaffrey, Hopkins, Chubb. I mean, these are all guys that I just think the positional value is not there, even though they're top rated. You know, Tyron Smith at offensive tackle, I might be comfortable with that, or I'd be comfortable going at a quarterback here. I'd, I'd be fine with Brady or Prescott here, to be honest. I wouldn't be fine with Prescott anywhere, but... Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm okay, gonna, I like him more than you do. That's fine. Yeah. I'm going to go defensive here. Okay. Uh, I just... It just feels like... like you want to edge to do. You want a Bosa? Doing like a Bosa or... Uh, um, yeah, like I, a Bosa here. I take a Bosa over a Jalen Ramsey all day. If you yeah. can get to the quarterback, I don't care if Ramsey's got the 98 rating. I take Bosa with the 94 rating. Yeah, I think I'd go Bosa here. Okay, and we're talking Nick Bosa first? Uh, yes. 49ers? <laughs> yes. All right, so I'm plugging in Nick Bosa. Let's knock him off the list. I'm good with that. You know, Frank Reich, he'd be fine with Nick Bosa getting somebody else at quarterback later on. Um, okay. That takes us to 17 with the Los Angeles Chargers. Chad's got him taking Jalen Ramsey. Um, you have a head coach that was the defensive coordinator for the Rams, but my take on Staley James is that he is an overall uh, football-minded guy, not just a defensive-minded guy. It just so happened to be that's what he did under McVay with the Rams. Um, I could see this being a lot of different things, to be honest. Yeah, what what this comes down to for Staley is you, you kind of got to look at where the value is here. Um, you're right, he is he is more a well-rounded a more well-rounded coach than specifically defensive he happened to happen to be the defensive coordinator with the rams um let me let me ask you this because if we're you know you could have the coincidental jalen ramsey pick here ramsey's the sixth guy on the board 98 rating uh staley's obviously familiar with him from the rams would you do something like that or would you do something like Fred Warner, you get your quarterback or your defense because you're not really thrilled yet with the quarterbacks on the board and the offensive linemen on the board or maybe starting to waver a little bit. I don't know, man. It's like once you get outside of those top three categories, you know, or do you go Joey Bosa or do you go with one of these other guys, Cam Hayward, Cam Jordan? You know, there's still some guys. It's just the ratings are coming down, 93, 91, you know. This is where it gets tricky for me. Yeah, it, it, it does. It's, it's very tricky. Um, what about a Von Miller here? All right, so you want a flashy, well, yeah, because he can do, 
he's gonna he's gonna get off the edge. Yeah. He's got a Super Bowl, or he's got a couple Super Bowls. He's yeah. I I think For I one was year. I think I was trying to talk myself into Fred Warner, but I'd be I'd be happy. I would actually probably prioritize Von Miller because he gets to the quarterback. Exactly. That's what where I was, I was thinking on it. Okay, let's do that. Or, no, or or who? <laughs> uh, like I, you you agreed. I was going to go to uh, Micah Parsons. Yeah. I think Von Miller. I think Von Miller. Since you're doing it for one year, Von yeah. Miller. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think if this was a a real long term redraft, I'd probably put Parsons over him. Uh, but yeah, for a one year shot, I like Von Miller here. He's decorated. He's going to, you know, he's giving you the veteran leadership. Uh, I like it. So that takes us to 18 with the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Chad's got Cooper Cup, um, which I think is great value at this spot because Cooper Cup is a 98-rated player. Uh, But it's not, you know, it's not a quarterback. It's not protecting the quarterback. It's not getting to the quarterback. But at some point, you got to go best available. Um Dennis Allen, head coach, you know, he is a defensive-minded guy. But, you know, he's been with Sean Payton for a while. Um, man. I, I'm just being honest here. I'm tempted to leave Cooper Cup in this spot. I am, too. I'm, I'm really tempted to leave Cooper Cup there. So let's do it. Like We're I've been trying to talk myself into other people, and I can't. I haven't been able to yet. Yeah, I, I think you know if I was going to go in a different direction, you know, I would either go Tyron Smith or I would go maybe Joey Bosa. Uh, but yeah, I like. Let's keep Cooper Cup here. It's a 98 rated player too hard to pass at this point we agree with chad on one of them hey chad we're with you man uh so that takes us to the eagles at 19 and they took tj watt we've got him off the board uh sirianni he's an offensive guy and so you know let's talk offense you still got these quarterbacks out there brady prescott Jackson, you have Tyron Smith, David Bakhtiari, rock solid left tackles. You've got. Oh, I got to take. No, Bakhtiari's gone, and Tyron Smith's gone, so it's Tyron Armstead, right? Or did I? No, we didn't. We didn't didn't end up. We didn't end up slotting Bakhtiari, so he's still available. Tyron Smith's still available. We leapfrogged him, and we did Teron Armstead. No, we did. We did do Bakhtiari. No, no, no. We did. Uh, uh, we did Armstead to the Dolphins instead of Bakhtiari. Really? Yep. Oh, I deleted Bakhtiari off my list. So. <laughs> uh, we did Quentin Nelson here. Offensive lineman. We got Zach Martin, Quentin Nelson, Teron Armstead. And that's it so far. Oh, Trent Williams, of course. 
Okay, then I'd go back to Ari here. Like... Yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. I think that fits in with Sirianni, um, you know, and it, it fits in with our strategy, our top three priorities. We're talking one year. Bakhtiari's got one year left in him at least. Mm-hmm. Probably more than that. He's been pretty solid, but uh, where the hell? Is, okay, there he is. Knock him off my list. And it's tricky because I got my I got him by overall and then I got him by position, so I got to knock him off twice here, James. Um, that takes us to the Steelers at twenty, and in this exercise, Chad gave him Trent Williams. Lucky bastards! Uh, mm-hmm. Trent Williams is long gone at this point. I could see him doing Tyron Smith uh, as a replacement, but I could also see them looking at defense because we're talking the Steelers, we're talking Tomlin. Jalen Ramsey's the best defensive guy with a 98 rating. Um, But if we wanted to go trenches, we're talking Cam Hayward. Oh, hey, conveniently, they have Cam Hayward. Uh, Or you could go linebacker. You could go Fred Warner, 94 rating. You like Fred Warner? I like Fred Warner. Get the the quarterback of your defense. The, exactly. The way Pittsburgh builds their defense is they they find that that leader of the defense and build around him. Yeah. So it's it's T.J. Watt outside linebacker to Fred Warner inside linebacker. And yeah. So James, we're saying we would rather have a quarterback of the defense than a lockdown corner like Jalen Ramsey, at least for the Steelers. At least for the Steelers, seeing as though there's probably about five more lockdown corners in the league. Yeah, there's there's maybe some six. To pick from. Yeah, maybe, I mean Fred maybe, Warner's a badass man, and maybe, and honestly, I feel like seven. middle I feel like middle linebackers are they're kind of a dying breed right now, and so if you can get a guy like Fred Warner, I think you you'd prioritize it. Uh, the Patriots at twenty one. Chad's got him taking Micah Parsons. Um, it's Belichick. You know he loves having a strong offensive line. Uh, would he want Brady back for one more run? I don't know. I don't think so. I think him and Brady, that ship has sailed. Um, I don't see a guy like Brady or, or a guy like Belichick going after a skill position. No. I think I think he's wanting trenches. He's wanting stability. You know, he's wanting to do it the way that most people consider do it the right way. Um, and so it wouldn't be flashy, but I I think it'd probably be Tyron Smith. You're getting a left tackle. You're you're building your foundation of your offensive line. He's your highest available trench guy, 95 overall. What's your thought? Can't argue that. I I was going back and forth between Tyron Smith and uh, Cam Hayward. Okay. So I'm fine with Tyron Smith. Let's put Smith here. Okay, so that takes us to the Raiders at 22. And Chad's got him taking Jamar Chase. Man, I think Jamar Chase is a 
freaking freak, but it's it's a skill position. And on this board, oh, we already we, we already took Cooper Cup off. I didn't mark that. Um, it would be Tyreek Hill pretty far before Jamar Chase. That doesn't mean we got to go with that order. Um, so we're talking Josh McDaniels. I hate Josh McDaniels. He would do something stupid too. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he. He'd like he'd like go with Jimmy Garoppolo just because. Would he want Tom Brady, James? Nobody wants Tom Brady. <laughs> All right, we're blackballing Tom Brady here. At some point, we got to put him in. He's gonna go in Fifth the first round, round, maybe. No, we're putting him in the first round somewhere. Even if it's thirty-two, we want that fifth-year option. <laughs> okay, on a, fine. On we'll, a one-year exercise. We'll we'll put him at twenty-seven. Tampa Bay. <laughs> All right. Hey, I, I, I'll, I'll do it. I'm, I will I'm agree with that. Okay. Okay. Um, Raiders. Raiders. <sighs> That's a difficult one. So, quarterbacks, if we're not looking at Brady, you got Pres- Prescott, Lamar Jackson. We're crossing off to Sean Watson. You got Kyler Murray, and then you've got Derek Carr. Um, Conveniently, Carr is there right now. Would would McDaniel's put him above Prescott, Lamar Jackson, and then even so, would he take one of those guys or see more value in a higher-rated wide receiver like Tyreek Hill? I mean, fuck, man. Could you imagine like a Tyreek Hill playing like the Wes Welker role? No. It, no? No, no, no. Tyreek Hill stretches the field. I, I would see, like, like. But well, I'm not just saying Stephon that. Stephon Diggs, yeah. But, but no, no well, Diggs, yeah. I'm just saying, you, even if you got him on a five-yard slant, then you're letting him burn the field. I just, it's like, I could see McDaniels salivating for a guy like Tyreek Hill. Because it's like the Patriots never had, minus that, like, short run with Randy Moss. <laughs> Um, all right, so yeah, all right, so tell me where you think McDaniels goes. He's not going defense. You know he's going offense. Yeah, I know he's going offense. I'm <clears throat> I'm wondering if he would go with Derrick Henry. No, because he's always done the running back by committee. Yeah, that's true. That's right. And he wants he want you know he would be give me a James White guy that's gonna catch the ball. You know, I could see him if if he was going workhorse, I could see him going McCaffrey or Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. But I think he wants to pass. He's a passing guy. He's either going quarterback or wide receiver here, James. And he's too stupid to go trench and go offensive line first. <laughs> so now, yeah, now we're kind of like doing what what would they do versus what would we do? We're, we're tripping ourselves up here. <sighs> Well, we've kind of been doing what would they do yeah. all along, like looking at how they tend to build their those teams, build their teams, and then selecting the player. I'm, I guess, yeah, I think I think you're right. Looking at the quarterbacks and looking at the receivers, it's got to be Hill. Yeah, let's do that. 
So we agree with Chad on the position. We just don't agree on the player. And that's fine. So Tyree Kill, bing, bang, boom. McDaniels just is in his pants, but then he fucks up the rest of the draft and it doesn't matter. Uh, okay, 23. The Cardinals got Travis Kelsey. I'm still hesitant to take a tight end here, James. Um, you got Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, you know, I mean, Kyler's one of the top quarterbacks on the board. Uh, and DeAndre Hopkins is one of the top receivers on the board. Um, it, it's another one of these things where I don't see him going defense. If they did, I think it would be Jalen Ramsey because he's sitting out there with that 98 rating. You know, do they miss Patrick Peterson in his prime? I think they'd be too tempted to go offense. I could see Kingsbury going with a guy like McCaffrey, to be honest. Because he, you know, up until recently, has actually run the ball a lot more than people were thinking when he came into the league. And McCaffrey could be his do-it-all, run, receive, all that crazy shit. I'm going to give them the quarterback that I think is going to be their quarterback a year, two years maybe, and that's Lamar Jackson. Oh, okay. All right. I can't deny Lamar here. I mean, he's he's falling down the board. All right. Let me take him off. Where the hell is he? Oh, he's only going to be on the by position. He's not in the top 100 and whatever you did. Oh, thank you. Yeah, he's not in the top 125. All right. So they're still quarterback. They're just uh, Lamar instead of Kyler, and they're definitely not Kelsey. Um, Dallas at 24. They've got Nick Bosa. You're going into it with McCarthy as your coach. I don't know. It's just a screwed up situation. But you got Quinn as your defensive coordinator. Maybe you give him a, a weapon. Or maybe you just leave him with Dak. Dak's one of the top QBs on the board. Uh, man. At some point, it's hard to pass on Jalen Ramsey. You still got Joey Bosa. I like him is an edge guy. I'd probably take Bosa over Ramsey if we're going defense. If we're going offense, you're talking either Prescott, you're talking Hopkins, Diggs, or you go running back, which I don't think they do. I'm going to go with my next quarterback on that I have on the board and say that they would go with Derek Carr. Man, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm just not as high on Derek Carr. Okay. That's fine. How about a Darius Leonard or even giving them Micah Parsons? Let him stick with Parsons? Yeah. Like, like those... those are the areas where I would go. I think Khalil Mack's pretty much shot, so I don't even have him on my top 
it is Jerry Jones, so he is a little. If we're if we're talking those options, I'd probably go. I would probably take Darius Leonard. Yeah, that's... I have them close. Um, um, and I don't want to give them Parsons. You know, I want to I want to shake it up. I think Leonard's yeah. just a little farther ahead. I'll give you that. I'm fine with... I'm, I'd be fine with Leonard there. Ooh. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, oh, okay. It just occurred to me this person's still there. What about a Cam Hayward? So I got Cam Hayward as a 93. What do I have DeMarcus Lawrence at as a 90? Um, yeah, you're talking a one-year thing. I'd be fine with that because Cam Hayward gets a ton of pressure up the middle of the defensive line. Yeah. That's a disrupt the quarterback premium. I'm good with that. Sorry, I didn't realize you were still there before. Hey, no worries, man. We're doing this shit on the fly, you know? Uh, okay, so Cam Hayward's off the board, which is the 29th ranked prospect on Mad. Pretty goddamn good for how long in the tooth he is, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like they're giving him respect. Uh, at 25, you got Buffalo, and Chad's got him taking George Kittle. I still could not take a tight end before I take some of these other guys. Um, McDermott, I'm thinking defense. I I would love to put Joey Bosa here. Let me just take a glance to see. Take a look. Yeah. You got you got plenty of guys still. You got, you know, uh Vitave if you want interior defensive line. You got Buckner, you got Cam Jordan. You got a lot of a lot of solid options. But I think McDermott, you know, and then I know he well, I guess let me say this. He loves secondary. Maybe this is where you go, Jalen Ramsey. That's that's where I, I kept gravitating towards Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. I think that's it. He, he's he got to have a Tredavious White-like guy. Yeah. Okay. And it's a 98 rating. It's hard to argue with it. And so now we have gotten out of the top six. Uh, seven, nine, and ten are still available. Uh, okay, at 26. So, so this is an interesting one, James. And this is this is almost where I agreed with Chad. He picked Derrick Henry, sticking with the Tennessee Titans. It's at this stage of the game, you probably don't like the quarterbacks as much. You probably don't like the offensive linemen as much. You probably don't like those disruptors on defense as much. Would you get a workhorse running back like a Derrick Henry that's going to keep you moving the ball? I'm okay with it. I would keep the pick, but I'm open to talking out other options. So, I agree with his pick of Derrick Henry and even his first comment on it. I mean, how can I put Henry on any other team? Yeah, I mean it, it. It just fits, and it and it's here. It's like best available on the board. You just do yeah. it. All right, so we've got two picks where we're in alignment with with the uh, good old Chad boy. 
So let's knock him off. And he's number nine with a 97 rating. That's pretty high. Um, yeah, uh, he, he's one of those rare running backs that can carry a team. And, and you don't even need that good of an offensive line because he's such mm-hmm. a freaking bruiser. And you're talking one year. You just run the wheels off him, game over. All right, 27, James, dare I say Tampa Bay, Tom Brady. Well, we, I thought we already agreed on that. I, I can't see him falling out of the first round. He's 97 rated. You're talking one year. It's just a match made in heaven. Well, well his 97 rating rating should really be a 52, but... <laughs> All right, so we're putting like, him in here. Like, seriously, maybe a 53, but we can put him in there. That's fine. All right, Tom Brady's finally off the board. Uh, Green Bay 28, they've got Cam Hayward. Um, You've got an offensive-minded coach who in this past year realized they need to beef up the defense if they're going to get farther in the playoffs. Um, The quarterback's available. You've got Dak, Kyler Murray, Derek Carr. You've got uh, Tannehill. He's... Not really in the conversation. Um, he does like to run the ball. You got McCaffrey, Chubb, Taylor. If you were going to go offense, I could see it being a running back potentially. Um, or you still got some offensive linemen, Lane Johnson, Tristan Wirfs, Ronnie Stanley. I could see any of those guys going. Or I could see them going defense. I could see them going Cam Jordan. Does Cam Jordan fit in their 3-4? I don't know. He could probably fit in any scheme. Um, I don't know. Yeah, this is a difficult one. I have to... I got to believe because we're starting from scratch, he's going to go offense. I got to believe he's not going to go offense. Because he's learned his lessons. Well, if, if that were the case, if it were the case that they were going to go offense here, all right, they would have drafted a wide receiver that they could have. Then, then let's, let's just agree to the best of the board if we can get it close to our top three priorities. Quarterback, protect the quarterback, get to the quarterback. If that's the case, a lot of these top guys were scrubbing off. You got tight ends, running backs, wide receivers. You go to uh, you go to 37 in Vitave. He's, you know, he's not as much getting to the quarterback as just stuffing the run. Um, you got Jonathan Allen at 41. He's a 92. You've got Lane Johnson protect the quarterback at 92. I'd be okay going there. You got Cam Jordan, 91. I'd be fine with that. I'd be fine with Chris Jones, also a 91. And I'd be fine going Joey Bosa, also a 91. Didn't we already take Joey Bosa? No, we were going to. And then we went with Ramsey. Yeah. Let's do Bosa here. 
Okay. He gets to the quarterback. I, I like that they put Cam Hayward here. Um, you know, and I mean, we could arguably do Cam Jordan, but I think Bosa is getting to the quarterback a little bit more. Okay. And um, that's the 49ers are next. They got Joey Bosa going to the 49ers. We just knocked him off the board. It's a Shanahan team. He can make a mediocre quarterback look good. He can he make can, any can, running back look good. Yep, but he wants the offensive line to do yes. it. I gotta believe it's Lane Johnson, Tristan Wirfs, or Rodney Stanley. I think any of those three would be fine here for one year. I don't know. Lane Johnson's got the higher rating, you know, I guess just default to that. Ronnie Stanley, I mean, he's been part of the Baltimore run the shit out of the ball offense. Maybe that's probably the better pick. <laughs> but then again, Lane Johnson with Philly, they run a lot too. Let's go Lane Johnson. Okay, I, I can, I can, I can settle with that. I was debating Lindsley or Lane Johnson. Yeah, I think you want if you can get a left tackle, and he's rated higher. I think you'd take him over the interior offensive lineman here. Mm-hmm. Just, just my opinion. Uh, okay, so we put Lane Johnson there. <laughs> We're getting close, James. I'm starting to lose my voice a little bit. We got Kansas City at 30, and Chad's got him taking Jalen Waddle. I think it's a little too early for him. We've got other wide receivers available. Um, you've got Andy Reid as the coach. He is offensive-minded, but he is also a very seasoned veteran guy. I think he's wanting best available within reason, meaning if he can get one of those top three priorities, that's what he's doing. If not, he's taken the highest rated guy. So, highest priority, I mean, highest rated, you got Kelsey, Kittle, then you go McCaffrey, Hopkins, Chubb, Taylor, Diggs. I think he'd love to have a guy like fucking Jonathan Taylor bring yeah. him back to like the Westbrook days. Well, that, that, was, that was like the whole see Clyde Edwards Hilaire pick trying to get that run yep. game going. And that's what they need. I, I would be fine giving them Taylor here. Let's lock it in. Which ironically, Jonathan Taylor, uh Chad had going next to the Cincinnati Bengals. Which <laughs> we're sniping which, his pick. Yeah. Which I do think Cincinnati I, I'm torn on this one. Um, I think Cincinnati would try to try to kind of build up the offensive line a little bit there. So that gives us let me see we just picked it's Tristan Worth Werfs, uh like Joel Bitonio or Lindsley. Or Lindsley. And eh, I don't really like those there though. But we still do have 
Fight of Bay. And in that defensive tackle, yeah. In that in that division, Fight of Bay is more of a run stopper than a uh, than getting to the quarterback. I understand that, but in that division where you have Baltimore, which is I know, but we're starting from scratch. Or you're talking just schematically and strategically. Strategically, Baltimore is run first. Pittsburgh is oh yeah, they're going to be historically run first. Cleveland's historically run first schematically. No, I think I think that's actually a great pick. I think you broke it down. Is is they're gonna they're gonna draft guys to be running teams. Mm -hmm. And so yeah, he's why don't you stop it? You know. And exactly. he's, he's a disruptor. I'm, I love that pick. And then the last pick in the first round that he had, uh, Chad had going was, uh, was to the Rams. He had Chris Jones. Um, you know, I think that's a little early for Chris Jones there. Yeah, yeah. so you got McVay, you know. McVay is... He's, he's kind of offensive-minded, but, but the Rams... You know, honestly, who I think McVeigh would love to have as a Tell weapon me. on that team is Stefan Diggs. The stuff yeah, that he could do I, yeah. with Stefan Diggs would, would be ridiculous. I, I or, think it, or it could be Diggs could, or Jefferson, either one of those two, he I, could he yeah, would do a lot. I, I think Diggs would fill his Cooper Cup role, which is a key yeah. part of his offense. Exactly. I like that pick. And he's a 95 rated guy at this point. You can easily justify putting him in there. Well, we started burning through him at the end there, man. Yeah, some of them, some towards the end started getting a little difficult, and and then yeah. once we once we kind of started putting ourselves in the mindset of like who they have and the coaching staff and stuff like that, where they would pick, it kind of players started jumping out off the screen at me at us to make more sense out. yeah yeah no and i hear you had you had some really good analysis on some of them like the bit of a pick i and and so like going back looking at best available you've got two tight ends kelsey and kittle which obviously you would wait on because you're not going to build a team around your tight end mm-hmm. you know and in the first round you have options to build your team around a guy you know, you go down, you got McCaffrey, Hopkins, Chubb, Cook, skill position guys. They're only good if they have the offensive line or mm-hmm. if they have the quarterback. I think Chubb probably good anyhow. He's he I would put Chubb close to like that Derrick Henry category where you could make him a workhorse and he could be good in a lot of scenarios. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, not everybody shares that opinion like I do. Yeah, and um, Delvin Cook, like you're 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 wondering about him being injured, injured yep. getting injured during the year, so he can't really be your workhorse. He can be. You have to Delvin Cook. You especially need a great offensive line in front yep. of him to for for him to be effective how he can be. Yeah, and then you go down. You got uh, Alexander at cornerback, Matthew at safety. You know those guys are tough because it's. Yeah, they're good, but if you don't have the defensive line putting pressure on the cornerback, they get left on an island, and when mm-hmm. there's enough time, they usually get burned. And so it's, yeah, they're good if they've got the right cast around them. And yeah. so, you know, I'm fine with them falling out of the first round. 
The one guy, I, I tell you what, I love that Madden rated Demario Davis in 93. He has mm-hmm. been an underrated dominant linebacker for a long time that just never gets the cred. And I like that. I like they put him at 93. Uh, but do you build your team around him? No. Uh, and that's why he slid out of the first round. But he was close to the end of the first round in his rating anyhow. Yeah. Um, I thought it was fun. I think if we decide to do rounds two and three, it's going to get harder. <laughs> um, yeah. But, you know, we have a week to think about it if we want to do it. And so that's cool. Um, all right. So, James, any closing thoughts on that before I take us over to question of the week? No, I don't think so. All right. All right. So following up from the topic for tonight. If you have the number one pick in a redraft, who would you take and why? And so, James, we talked about ours earlier. Uh, you know that I would go Josh Allen. I think he's primed to be the top quarterback in this league. He can run. He can throw. Highly competitive. Carries a team. Uh, you know, we go back to our roots. Get your quarterback. Protect your quarterback. Get to the quarterback. So, at number one... You're getting your quarterback. After that, hey, you can do whatever you want. I think you were leaning towards Burrow. Is that who you'd take at one? Yeah, I was leaning towards, towards Burrow. And the thing that made me like really lean towards Burrow is if you look at this past year, I mean, how many times he was sacked, what, like 52, 60 times, didn't really have that good of an offensive yeah. line in front of him, and still was able to – to take that team to the Super Bowl. And that's what made me lean towards Burrow. I'd feel more comfortable if it, if we could see it done a couple of years in a row. Because you remember two years ago, he didn't have that much of offensive line in front of him and he got hurt. Yep. So I would, feel, I would feel more confident in it. That's why I was waffling between him and Allen. Because Allen's, Allen's a little bigger and can take those hits more than, than Burrow can. But ultimately, I think Burrow... Yeah, ultimately, I think they're going to be about equal, and it's it's a flip of the coin, and it's just a matter of your preference. Yeah, and I've I've seen Burrow do the um be, being hit a billion times and make it oh, yeah. and drag the team to the Super Bowl. Yeah, he's done some impressive stuff. So yeah, I, I can't argue with you, you know. Um, but yeah, hey, I'd love to hear what the people have to say. So any of our nine subscribers or the. Uh, 130-something people that have watched our one video from a couple weeks ago. Hey, man, hit us up. We want to hear from you guys, you know. This is cool stuff for us. Uh, And so, uh, yeah, you know, that's the show for tonight. I thought it was fun. You know, James, we'll talk this weekend about if we're going to continue this topic or if we're going to switch it back to something else. But, you know, what would you think, man? Any closing thoughts? I I thought it was interesting. I thought it – I think – I think it's also you have to stick the hard part with sticking in the mindset of just for this year. Yep. Yeah, because you definitely you could look at it's like, you know, age before beauty and all these things. And, you know, like, oh, hey, you want the young up and comer or or maybe (laughs) one year definitely changes it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. Cool. Well, hey, so anybody who's still watching, we hope you liked it. If you did. Hit that thumbs up, hit the like button, whatever platform you're on. And if you haven't already, please hit the subscribe button. We had 10 subscribers. We're down to nine. 
we want to get back up to double digits. It may be one day triple digits. We got there with a video. Subscribers are next. Uh, James, like always, man, it was fun. I'll catch you later, bud. All right, sounds good. Have Red you. Iron Grinder. Hut, hut, hike.